Hey guys, welcome to BH Live. This is episode 12 where I'm going to be um, interviewing the incredible Gabe de Guzman, who is 19 years old and is a fourth generation Disney mousekeeper in the um, Club Mickey. He started dancing at the age of five to train in a variety of dance styles and had worked with some of the biggest music icons, including Bruno Mars, Pitbull, Christina Aguilera, Justin Bieber, Janet Jackson, Beyonce, Paul McCartney, Ariana Grande, Linux, BTS, and the list just keeps going on and on. Gabe had also danced um, and one of the only four kids who've ever performed on the 49th Super Bowl halftime show with Missy Elliott and Katy Perry and won the Twitch and Alison Dance Challenge getting to appear on the Ellen Show to take his bow. He had worked with every major choreographer in the commercial dance industry and being mentored by them has really inspired Gabe to pursue the field of choreography. He has choreographed for Go 90 Boy Squad, uh, Club Mickey Mouse, where he also played a starring role himself, music videos, opening number for SAG, Looking Ahead Awards, and New Cliff Gala. He is also passionate about uh, being a dance educator and has taught numerous workshops inside the US and around the world. So let's bring the man on himself to say hello all the way from LA. So save this life to GAT. I will 100% uh, put this out on the IGTV podcast and on my YouTube channel. Gabe! How you doing, buddy? You okay? Good morning from here in the US and good um, afternoon to you. Yeah, it's like eight in the morning there, right? Yeah, no worries. So thank yeah. you so much for getting up to do this interview with me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. What, what's, um, what's your morning routine like? Is it get the coffee inside you as quick as possible? Um, I'm going to be honest. I kind of like, I, I was back home in my original home in Temecula this morning, but I had to drive uh, back up to LA today for a project. So I had to be up early anyway. Oh, so you've, actually... you've been up a long time already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ha- I already had a nice morning drive, but it's all good. Uh, amazing. Well, uh, hopefully the traffic was clear and you got there safe, obviously. And you're looking great, buddy. So let's get straight into the questions because we don't get long on Instagram Live. They like to cut us off right at the critical moment at the end. So I asked this question to everybody I interview is, tell us your life story in five minutes and how you got all started right. in dancing. Will do. So... Hi guys, my name is Gabe DeGuzman. I am 19 years old and I am a professional dancer, choreographer, and creative based out of uh, now Los Angeles, California. And it's actually a very crazy um, way of how I got into dance. I actually didn't choose it as like kind of like my career path. I actually needed it as kind of an exercise because I have asthma and I needed to find some sort of indoor activity that would keep me active. Because when I was younger, wow. I would play... I play. I tried out a little bit of sports. I tried like t-ball and softball and stuff mm. like that. But I'd play out on the field, and all the dirt was just getting in my throat, and it just wasn't yeah. good for me. But I didn't want to just be like you know a lazy bum just sitting in bed all day just because I couldn't do that. So I needed to find an alternative. So my sister was a dancer as well, and she, her and my parents were always persuading me to like try it out. But at the time, it was like the combo classes, so I was just like, mm. no, ma- no, I don't want to do jazz. I don't want to do tap. I don't want to do ballet. <laughs> stuff like that so they're like all right so we'll wait one more year so you can take the hip-hop class and I was just like fine and even I wasn't excited about the hip-hop class like I was just like dance is just like I don't know I don't know if it's for me as soon as I step into my first dance class like what do you know it's all of a sudden my life passion and what right. I like to do as a career today so it's crazy how life just kind of like makes destiny for me yeah it's just like how how that it, dance has honestly been like the biggest impact on my life mm. so definitely a wild ride of how I've gotten to the point that I am at yeah. today and so I've done recreationally for dance I did for a couple of years and I started taking it up a level competitively I did that for 10 years and uh, 
in the middle of that, I also started in the industry about the same time that I started competitive dancing. Um, I got signed with my agency actually through competition when I was, that wow. was, it's another, another moment of destiny that uh, the agency that I've been with for my whole life, uh, MSA, they were scouting at a competition that I was at and mm. I never had the intention of going into the industry. I had no idea what it was. So I was like, what they're asking me for an interview. And I'm just like, what, what exactly is it I'm going to be doing like with dance now? So that took it up a whole nother level. And ever since then, um, yeah, I've just been just being creating nonstop by the looks my... of your bio. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because and... you're you're the complete opposite to me. Um, I never started dancing until I was about eighteen, whereas you've been dancing from a very very early age, right? Mm -hmm. And what yeah. what is it that what is it that hooked you? What is it that got its hooks in you and like pulled you through that dance career? Um. I would say that dance is just honestly so special for me just because I think a lot of us can say is it's a way for us to like kind of tell a story, whether that's our story, whether it's someone else's story. Mm. Like it's just a way for us to really express kind of words, but without having to open yeah. our mouth. Because every single movement that someone does, you can understand what they're trying to persuade to like the people that are watching them. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it it's not only such an active sport, it's also an art form, which mm. I think is like a lot of things like today, just like can't morph the two. And I think that's one of the most special things about it. So um, there's always this, this constant argument between is dance an art form or is it a sport? What's your opinion yeah. on that? Do you think it's, it's a morph of both of them or do you think it falls more into one side or the other? I would say, hmm, that's so hard because yes, dance does in fact keep you active but I feel like a lot of people don't feel the same way that they like watch like I mean they can if they're like really passionate about it but I think dance is such a universal thing that everyone is like very passionate about watching yeah so that's definitely kind of the barrier between like I think the sports and the art aspect of it because it's just so beautiful to watch and see yeah. how many different ways that there's not only one specific way to like do dance there's so many diversity yeah. throughout the whole thing and like with sports just like all right you guys gotta like follow this procedure like you guys yeah. gotta basically play the sport only one way and one way only so yeah I suppose I, think, I suppose with sport there's so much structure right and it, it's this yeah. is the rules whereas dance there isn't really dance any rules more, you can like create yeah yeah, dance is more like a blueprint and j you just have the chance to really fill that in of how you perceive mm. like the project. Oh, I love that. that. That's so nicely put. Now, just, you know, I just read out your your biography to everyone and you, you've worked with some incredible people. Like the list just goes on and on. So what, what what is the best moment of your career to date where you can really look back and go, wow, like I did that? Mm. I ha I think I have two of those moments. So first one would have to be um, of course, dancing on the Super Bowl halftime show because one, I was one of the very first kids to ever perform as just like a dancer on that stage. Wow. But also that's the most viewed television program ever in the world. And knowing that you kind of yeah. have like that pressure on you. Like how, the moment how old I walked, were you then? It was 20, I believe 14. So I might've been around 13. Then. Wow, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, definitely just the way of just walking into the stadium and looking up at everybody and just like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm about to do in front of everybody here. Um, of course, pre-COVID. but yeah, of course, of course, long time ago. <laughs> it's, yeah, so it's like, it, it was such an adrenaline rush for me and I got nervous. That was like, I, I often like 
try my, to not get myself nervous. But that was one time I was just like, oh my gosh, this is about yeah. to happen. But I need to know that like all the hard work that I like went through got me here today. And I mm. just needed to show my like, you know, gratitude for everything. Yeah, so definitely. I just needed to give it my all. And then the second moment I blew, um, would have to be getting the title of being a Disney Mouseketeer because I've always been a Disney kid ever since I came out the womb pretty much. Yeah. Um, and they are, have always been kind of just like the faces or like the face of the company. Mm. So I feel like that's such an important title, especially me, like always looking up to people that have came out of that, just like yeah. Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, all those amazing names that you hear today. Yeah. We, that's was kind of the opportunity to really like step into their shoes and become part of the next generation. So as soon as I heard that they um, were coming out with yeah. that, like kind of like casting, I was like, there's no way that this is really happening. And I think that was one of the most amazing auditions that I've ever been in because yeah. again, there was no, there was no structure. So basically they came in and they wanted us to show who we are. Mm. And I think that's one of the most amazing things is that they weren't, booking us for what they were looking for they were booking us for who we are yeah so it's like exactly that was and definitely for one anyone who's thing. watching and listening right now explain what a disney a musketeer is and why it's such a big thing so basically the musketeers have been such a big part of the disney company they had their own shows they had about three different generations of original cast members before and they just really were the group to watch like yeah. i think every kid tuned into that program every and it's like not even just kids like it was a show for everyone to watch yeah. whether that was just like you're a parent you're a grandparent like it, whether you're a dog like everyone was able <laughs> to watch it like it was just available to everyone and just like you, everyone feel like I guess connected to the show and really learn like a lot of things from amazing it. that must have been just such a great experience for you especially at such a young age right how did you yes. um how did you cope with it at such a young age was it something you just kind of went oh I'm doing this and now, now you're older, you kind of look back and go, wow, that was big. Or is it, Yeah. did you just kind of go with it? Was it fun or was it quite stressful? Like, how was it for I you? Um, I think definitely having the pressure. Because for me, I wanted to kind of, as much as I could, live through kind of a normal kid's life. Um, instead of just like getting my head, like, I, I did want to be involved in industry, of course. Like, it was yeah. like what I wanted to do. But also, it's just that time period of where, only like certain stuff like in like school and just like being a kid can happen at the same time so yeah. I definitely didn't want to miss out on those opportunities as well so it was definitely a hard balance between school um and just like dance wow. I had dance at the studio I had danced in LA I was also commuting back and forth because I wasn't living in LA at the time so I had a good like yeah. hour and a half to like three hour drive every day depending on traffic so it was definitely a rush and just kind of a um it was definitely like, like as a kid, I think it was really not hard on me, but I definitely had to push through it because it was yeah. what I love to do. Right. So, so it was just I the think, enjoyment factor that kept you going and going and going. You just knew you had to do it. The more, the more that I saw my hard work get me somewhere, the more that it kept me just motivated to keep on going. Amazing. So do you think you're quite achievement driven then? Do you think it's the achievements that actually drive you to work harder? Whereas some people might achieve something and go, oh, cool, I've done it. Do you feel that mm. the, the more you achieve, the more you kind of then want more? I've always been the type of person to realize to never stop being a learner as well as never like having a bar set. Couldn't because agree the more. more. Yeah. Like the more that I just like, 
if I were to just like, you know, just like say a project I want to do yeah. for a long time, it's just like, oh, okay, I've done it. But like, is that going to stop there? No, I'm going to keep on like raising the bar and raising the expectation because I never want to stop becoming a better version of my past. Amazing. What a great attitude to have. I love that. So that leads me nicely onto my next question, actually. What would you say is the most challenging moment in your life or career? And how did you overcome it? Ooh, most challenging? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be work-related. It can be life-related or career-related. It's completely up to you. I think it actually has a kind of connection to both because um, when I was in kind of elementary middle school period, Mm. I was uh, bullied for being a male dancer. So it was hard having people, especially like some of my friends at school, like doubt me just because it was considered like girl sport. But I always never looked like, oh, these people are judging me. I'm going to stop doing it. Like, no, those are their morals, but like it's what I want to do. So I never wanted to just like, let that get to my head. I wanted to know that this is what I wanted to do. I was working hard through it and the hard work was paying off. So it's like, yeah, there's no reason that I would like have to stop. And I think it was just like, basically it was just like the doubt in people in me and yeah. what I could achieve was definitely the hardest. I, I, I couldn't like, honestly, I completely get where you're coming on being a male dancer myself and a choreographer now is, and it's, it's not even a direct bullying, is it? It's not even the, ha ha, we're taking the mic yet. Sometimes they'll say little things that people think are funny. But actually, yeah. you take it on board and go, hold up, like this. This is what I do. Like this. Like this is just yeah. like happening too often. Like yeah, it's, not, it's coming off then more than a joke now. So it's like yeah. Like I, I grew up in a family of boys, so you can imagine mm-hmm. just the things my brothers and family would say to me as jokes, and they think it's funny. And the whole time you, you're kind of listening and taking it in. And for sure, I think I think people struggle to realize where what's funny and what's not. So how did how did you deal with that? How did you mentally control that? keep yourself on the path because I speak to boys every day who are sort of teenagers and they they're kind of getting bullied for dancing and don't really know how to deal with it because they want to be cool they really mm. want to be bullied for it but they love doing what they're doing and I see a lot of kids give up around the age of 13 14 what would you okay. say to them and how did you deal with it yourself um I definitely think this is like one of the biggest morals I have and it's like whatever you love in life um, don't let anybody tell you else what it's supposed to be because yeah. that's what the, that's what's gonna separate you from like being unique and fitting yeah. in with others because that's really what the barrier is of just like where do you want to be do you want to be like popular with the crew or do you want to understand who you are yeah so it's like um like for me being a male dancer again it's what I wanted to do it's what my passion was it's what made me feel good everyone else has those differences and you know sometimes like most of the time, people will be kind of like bashing on others because mm-hmm. they haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. So it, I was definitely fortunate to realize what I wanted to do for the rest of my life at a young age. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, that's definitely just like one of the biggest key things is to just like stay true to yourself and like keep, um, don't let any like negativity towards your way realize what you want to like do. So you would say that it's, it's very much a mind over matter thing, like just stay true to what you do and life, life will reward you for it in the future. I know, you know, obviously I stayed on my path and I kept doing what I'm doing. And yeah. I love what and 100%, I do. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And especially for me personally, I had kind of like a system to back me up. Uh, back at my home studio, I nice. kind of had like one of the, bi- the biggest boys programs in the country. So it's really great to have like all of that connection between each other. We're, we're all going through like the same thing. Yeah. So it, it was really like 
great to just like have a band of people just yeah you know support each other because it's what we all love to do yeah and so that, like, that's you know, that's great advice in itself uplifting. you know find, find your people find the people like yeah. you find your crowd that can support you when you know the narrow people that are gonna people, bring, yeah. <laughs> don't stick with the people that are gonna bring you down know the people yeah. that are going to uplift you and like Stay grateful for them. I could don't not just have them close. Agree yeah. more. Now, obviously, I read out your your crazy long list of credits and attributes you have. Uh, what would you say was your favorite job and why? Oh, favorite job. So it doesn't have to be like the biggest credit, just one that you mm. enjoyed the most. Like the one I know from working quite a lot as a choreographer. Uh, some of the jobs that are very very small end jobs are the ones I end up enjoying the most because I get the most creative control. Whereas on the kind of bigger end jobs, the creatives already been done. I just come in and do what I'm told. Okay. So for you, what what was the job that you just you came away and go, I really enjoyed that. That was brilliant. I have two of those, and it's actually go. two of my uh, most recent ones. So first one I would have to say was getting to be a part of the ABC special Little Mermaid Live. That was definitely brilliant. such quite an experience, such an amazing production that I got to be yeah. a part of, and it's just like combining that way, their way of combining the original movie and just like the live action on yeah. the stage with all the performances was definitely wow. kind of a nostalgia a nostalgia feel for me but it was also just like very um it was such an entertaining experience just mm. to be a part of just to see all the rehearsals and all the costuming and all the set like all the factors of production come together to create them that amazing show and i think the second one um, the second one, I actually got to work on a couple of Disney sing-alongs on like ABC and Disney Channel this past amazing few months or so. So yeah. it was it was I would say mid mid COVID, like mid peak of COVID, yeah. and I think um, it, that whole period has just like really, you know, I I felt like a lot of us it like took a toll on us and just like kept us unmotivated because it was so hard just like seeing everything that was like happening in the world. But it just getting that news of um, that was the first chance that I actually got to be a part of the creative team as an assistant Incredible. choreographer behind the scene. So it was definitely a great way to kind of like start heading back into work like yeah. post COVID. And um, it, it was so fun just getting to work a bunch of meetings and times on Zoom. Yeah. I, but you know what I mean? That's just like- It's almost like looking uh, through the curtain, right? Where you, you find the wizard <laughs> and you find yeah, out what's really right. going on in those meetings. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, it was just amazing. Just like a way to just, again, step back into work and yeah. be a part of like the creative team because that's eventually where the point that I want to be at, especially as a creative, like I want to start pushing myself, just like being more um, kind yeah. of like behind the scenes, but definitely like still enjoy those times getting to be on stage. Incredible. So you're, you're literally working as a dancer and as a creative now. You're not just focusing yeah. on one. You're trying to do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in that mid period of like yeah. trying to like push myself as a choreographer and creative, yeah. but still keeping that. Where'd you find the yeah. time? <laughs> Who knows? Just make it happen somehow. <laughs> so as a, like, I would always describe some, whenever people ask me, you know, what, what do you feel like has made you so successful? And I've always said my work ethic, I'm, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I will sit and I will work in front of the computer for all day long. And then I'll go and dance all day. And then I'll go here and I, I'll be up all hours, godsend. And I always say that's my attribute. You know, I never claim to be the best at anything, but I will outwork everybody. What would you say is your biggest attribute? So what is it about you that's helped you get where you are today? And why do you think that's helped you so much? I think definitely one thing that I've learned and a lot of people like um, choreographers in LA have complimented me on is just 
not only being a great dancer, but also being a smart dancer. Okay. Because that's so important in the industry where, yes, you can be like one of the best movers of all time, but can you like kind of like work like prepare yourself to like think ahead of what's going to happen next. Yeah. Can you like start reading what the choreographer wants and kind of help them guide through that. So I think that's definitely one of the biggest things that like separates like people in the industry. Mm. And it's just like, it's, um, it's definitely a great attribute to just like, you know, aside from being like, just like great physically, you also have like be great mentally. And obviously you've, you've built a crazy big following on Instagram. Do you feel like that's really helped you catapult forward and help you with your career? I definitely think so. I think um, starting out on just like kind of uh, Instagram when it wasn't like so much about just like being an influencer, mm. like it definitely pushed me out and just like spread my craft around yeah. to people around the world that just were like not readily available just like in person. So it was definitely a great way for me to just kind of um, – you know, expand my creativity out to just the rest of the world. So it's funny because I'm, I'm reading the comments as we go. And I was going to say, everyone who's watching, guys, if you do want to ask Gabe a question, make sure you put it in the question box below because a lot of comments coming in. And so far, the topic has been what hairstyle is best for you, whether you should wear a hat or not. <laughs> and apparently I taught someone in Singapore. So <laughs> that's the topic so far. So everyone's loving your hair, it looks like. Oh, no. See, yeah. I just cover mine up. I'm just like, put a hat on. I'm good. I'm sorry for the day. Yeah, it's getting so long. I need to get a trim soon, but I definitely love the new shape that I'm rocking with. But it's so. the thing, lockdown happened, and I just went, nah, <laughs> I'm going to grow it. Just keep right. it growing. It's fine. <laughs> Bless. So as you probably know, like this industry, it, it is a challenge sometimes, and it can be quite nasty. There's, there's, there's a very high level of competitiveness, which I think can bring out the worst in people sometimes. Uh, one, have you ever experienced this? You don't have to say names or anything like that. But the main thing I want to ask is how did you stay mentally strong through that? And how did, what do you have like a, a workaround to keep yourself on path and not let that negativity come in? I think, um, I mean, regarding like, I guess you say like friendly uh, competition mm. in LA, I think the only way that I kind of got myself through that was I wasn't doing it to like, compete against anyone or be better okay. for anyone the only thing I wanted to do was compete against my past self and become better than that so I think that's what really kept me on my toes and like keep, kept like keep wanting to learn because it's yeah. like if you just try to focus on just like trying to be better than someone again it's just like oh okay I'm there now where do I go from there no like you got it's always just about a constant stack and it's always about a constant like yeah. learning path that you want to keep yourself on and keep yourself growing yeah and kind of coming back to what you said earlier about boys and dance because obviously I, I think this is a really really big subject so I'm kind of relating the mental health side of things and you know dancing what is what would you say is the biggest advice you can give to a young male dancer trying to get into industry or dancing in this industry say that they're, they're getting bullied right now what would you say to them for them how to actually deal with that thing that I would tell any young male dancers that are going through any type of bullying situation right now is you know just do you like again don't let there's no reason that other people should be telling you who you have to be because mm. they're basically just taking control of you and they're taking advantage of you and that's definitely yeah. not the place that you want to be in so it's so important especially if you know that you love dance again don't surround yourself with the people 
that you think are like popular, yeah. but really just trying to bring you down. Um, and you have to be grateful for everyone else who's supporting you in your craft and yeah. let them be the motivation for you to keep going because they obviously see something in you that's like so special that, you know, you just have to, you, you know, you just have to keep going yeah. if you keep inspiring people. Good. I like that. And what would you say, what would you say has been your biggest inspiration? And it could be any time in your career, you can name people, like give some people some shout outs. What or who has been your biggest inspiration to keep you dancing and made you want to dance in the first place? I definitely think, I mean, my family has just always been like my biggest inspiration for me because one, oh, that's great. they are some of the most hardworking people that I know. And two, like, my mom, like my mom's a nurse, my dad's a computer technician, here I am as a dancer. So it was definitely an amazing, <laughs> I definitely, the thing I appreciate about them is that they, you know, they didn't push me into like their paths of like yeah. what they ended up doing Got into it. their life. As soon as I figured out what I was, what, what I wanted to do, they supported me full way. And that's also including my sister who was also kind of in the entertainment industry. Um, she like, they they all just pushed me and supported me full way through like whether that was you know driving me to LA whether that was like helping me run like helping practice for auditions and stuff like that like yeah. they were definitely a big attribute of how I got here today and also uh some of my like mentors in LA such as Eric Rodpon, Trish Miranda like those two have really incredible um, characters, taken yeah. me on un- taken me under their wing and like have made me who I am today yeah. they've just like not only trained me but they've also just like unlocked like a part of me that like understood that helped me understand like who I am like yeah. as a person in this industry and uh, what what is your favorite class in LA at the moment um you could say a few don't class. worry <laughs> I'm just like um I've been taking class definitely for a hot moment here really um, it's it's been so hard like there's no in-person classes it's just all been like online <sighs> I think there's like what there's like one, it's like a little bit further away though. So I definitely, I took some friends classes there. So that was just like my first in-person class since March. Oh, then, wow. So it's, um, yeah, let's, let's talk about COVID because there's obviously no way to avoid that. The whole right. world has been affected by it, right? How has it affected your local area like LA? Is it still in lockdown? Are you guys out at the moment? Like what's going on over there? I. Th- we're definitely moving into a better path um, right now the, it, we're in kind of, it's what they call the purple tier, which is yeah. still the lowest level of just like opening, but we still have like, you know, restaurants open and stuff like that. Like the industry is just kind of like going and regarding just like the entertainment industry, we um, are actually getting to start to go back to set, which is a really good Amazing. thing. I just worked yeah. on, I just worked on a, another project and it was definitely a weird little situation Five, that we right? had which is like every time that we were on like breaks we like they're just like all right mask and face shields on and it's just like oh my gosh like it's so crazy to it's, think it's weird it's how the point it? that we're at right now yeah but, you know i think it's definitely you know we always got to find the bright side of things and i'm definitely grateful that they found kind of a loophole of just like how we can like yeah. proceed on with just like what we used to do today as our just like day-to-day jobs but you know of course like we got to sacrifice some stuff as well. Like it's just yeah. like not, that's just not how it works. It's a two way street. We got to be able to work with each other to just right. like, in, in order to like 
get to a final product at least. Well, it's nuts because obviously we, we, we're kind of coming out here in the UK, but now also kind of going back in. But I've, I've recently worked as a director on a piece and choreographer, and we had to wear these big long gloves, a face mask. We had to change mm-hmm. them for every scene. And I mean, it was hot here. So I was, you know, like sweating. Oh, it was disgusting. But it, yeah. it's hard to get used to. And it's hard to keep that social distance in this industry because we're a very loving industry and very touchy-feely and very used to being close to each other. So I know I'm finding that hard right now. How do you think, okay. how do you think the industry is going to look at the end of this? So let's talk about six months' time. Do you think it's ever going to go back to normal or do you think this is something that's just going to carry on until we get a vaccine or until something really drastically changes? I mean, for me, I always like, especially for this type of situation right now, I just don't want to have like a timeline because then I'm just like getting my mm. hopes up. And of course, right. like, things just always change by the day to day. So what I'm, you know, again, we have to just get accustomed to what, how the work, how the world is going to work now. It's a two-way street. Like we can't just mm. like, be complaining that we don't have because right. I mean complaining is just one thing just like not a great thing to like right. or just like great kind right. of me- mindset to have like we just have to like start being grateful that mm. we're, we're we're taking steps towards back to what it used to be but it's definitely I think gonna be a while until yeah. we get back to that point but all we can do is just hope for the just best do it. our part just do our part into just like helping everything go back to normal and that again goes back into just like yeah. being part of the two-way street like we all got to compromise and work together to like get through this amazing amazing now i'm seeing there's loads of questions coming in but my last question just so we can get it in there is if people want to learn from you and they want to learn to dance with you and they're anywhere in the world where can they do that so i i'm always like popping up and doing a little teachings. Of course, I'm a teacher on DNA, sir. So if you guys want to take any of my on-demand classes, go ahead and go there and sign up. Use my code, Gabe25. But anytime that I'm just like, you know, doing little tutorials here and there, you guys can follow me at GabeDofficial on all social media platforms. I'm even posting some stuff on Gabe DeGuzman on YouTube. And yeah, those are just all my basic. Amazing. You can find all my teaching alerts there. Are, are you ever going to be teaching live classes? online we might have to do that (laughs) (laughs) we've got to get that arranged right let me have a look at some of these questions okay so erin asks do you have any uh, any advice for dancers are age wanting to work and book jobs in the industry that might have been written wrong (laughs) should we try that again do you have any advices who are young of age i think the word's been missed out and are trying to work and put jobs in industry do you have any advice for them so let's say like 18-year-olds who have just either come out of college or about to kind of step into industry. What advice would you give to them? Um, the basics. The basics are definitely an important attribute to um, just like you can't just go in expecting to just like learn choreography. But mm. it's also so many factors that you have to keep in mind. There's like, you know, freestyle, which is like a way to just like showcase who you are in auditions. There's you have to focus on like presence in the room. Like there's just so many factors that you have to work towards that you really just need to kind of set, not set in stone, Mm. but really feel confident in. And I definitely think that's another thing is just like, you know, work on finding what makes you special as a dancer. How do you like, how, how, how how do you defer from everyone else in the room and how do you stand out? So find, find your uniqueness, your, your unique selling point, as they would say in the marketing world and really like define that and punch it. So for you, 
it's the actual talent is the most important part. You think that's what they should really focus on rather than branding or their social media or their photos or their videos or their websites. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I see a lot, which is like kind of like influencers and or not like influencers, but just like people who want to like, you know, Mm -hmm. showcase themselves to the world is that you guys want to be like recognized for like a really Mm -hmm. good reason. And especially that's just like, your talent and your hard work and just all of those like factors people you want people to just like recognize you for that yeah sick i love it right next question is who is gabe's favorite dancer mm. <laughs> there you go simple definitely question w- <laughs> um definitely a lot definitely inspiration for me growing up of course michael jackson like king of pop just mm. kind of like set the set the bar for just like the whole right. dance industry and he's, you know, such an amazing performer. Yeah. So it's you can never doubt that man's stage presence. He always he could literally stand there for four minutes and not move and hold and the he whole has. audience. Yeah, no, literally. He really has. Literally. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, so next question. Gabe, when you started dancing, were you nervous or of getting judged? Mm. I definitely think like starting off, I needed to get like comfortable in my own skin and just like who yeah. I was presenting myself as in auditions. But the more and more that I just practiced that and the more and more I just had fun with it, the more mm. I just became confident with it. For, for nice. sure. Nice reply. Okay. Uh, how, how do you guys know each other? <laughs> Shall I answer that one? <laughs> so uh, Gabe, um, I work with a uh, online dance platform called Dionasis where Anywhere in the world you can access and learn from incredible choreographers like myself and Gabe. And I approached Gabe and said, hey, do you want to come and join us on the platform? And he said, yes. And that's how we know each other now. And then we chat. And I was like, dude, I did a We haven't, met, we haven't met in person yet. We've never met course, in person. Because COVID. But well, I, am, hopefully soon. I am planning to come to LA soon. So, well, the minute I can. You know, one of my best yeah. friends lives out there. I'm going to come and crash with him. So we should definitely meet up and collab and mess around and see what we can do. All right. Okay. Um, should I try out to dance? I feel like I'm too old to start dancing. So someone's asked, do, are they too old to start dancing? But they haven't said an age. So Will Wonk, I can't read the rest of it, it's cut off. Tell us your age. And the short version is no. <laughs> it's never too late to start dancing. There's, um, there's never a time limit, no. I believe. Like, as long as you just, again, stay passionate about it, put your, like, mindset to it, like, that's what's the most important thing that's going to keep you going. Just don't worry about just like the circumstances that you're in. And if you feel like you want to start, just go ahead and do it. And I think that's such an important thing that we've learned, especially with COVID is just like, if you think about something, just go do it because we don't know Mm. when we're going to get the chance again. Yeah. And someone's literally put anime question mark. I'm guessing are they, they're asking, are you into anime? Um, I've seen like some anime. I'm not so deep mm. into it but i have nothing against it for sure <laughs> yeah. it's a really random question uh <laughs> dna says are actually on the line at the moment and they're asking who wants to dance with gabe online on a live zoom class so if you're into that guys uh, put your messages below um have you ever dealt with people that say you aren't good enough and how did you deal with it again that just goes back into we've just been like the bullying. talking about that That's a lot like, yeah yeah so again never don't surround yourself with the people that doubt you because they're obviously trying to bring you down for a reason that maybe they haven't figured it out or they just like don't feel comfortable with who they are um surround yourself with the people who support you and see something in you yeah 
It's a really good question come in, actually. Um, someone was saying that they're studying and trying to dance professionally and are really struggling to balance it. Do you have any tips or tricks on how to balance your time and not completely burn out? Um, I think the key to just balancing your time out is just like, yes, work hard, but don't find a way to overwork yourself because then that mentally gets you like fried and it doesn't leave other just like, you know, kind of mm. brain power just for the other attributes of like that, what you're trying to balance. So it's definitely important to just, you know, work hard, yeah. but don't, don't, don't tire yourself out, especially like on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, do, do you have someone that deals with your timetable for you now, or is that something you're still doing it all yourself and you're still smashing? So, you... yeah, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, we're just doing yeah. our own scheduling here. Oh, wow. That's incredible. So you, you are literally flat out and just keeping on top of it. Full stop. Yeah. Um, someone's sure. asked, what's your favorite dance move? Favorite dance move? Yeah. It's not considered a dance move, but it's kind of my signature move. I do a backflip into like a kind of James Brown split and land there and come up. Nice. So that's, definitely, that's definitely one of my signature moves that I've yeah. picked up. Don't worry, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to do it now, but I'm, I'm sure there's <laughs> videos online, right? If people want to go and have a look. 100%. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that takes us nicely up to 40 minutes, which is absolutely perfect. So I'm going to start wrapping up now. So if no questions appear in the next two or three minutes, other than people telling you how much they love you. There's a lot of love for you on these, these things. It's just, love you, Gabe. Love you, Gabe. No one for me. But it's all for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, thank you so much for uh, coming on my Instagram live this Sunday. I really, really appreciate it. And, again, guys, appreciate if you it. want to go and see what Gabe is all about, if you don't already follow him, head over to his Instagram, give him a follow. And this video will be out, hopefully, later today on IGTV, also on YouTube, and also as a podcast. So if you do want to listen to it again or watch it again, please head over to there and do your best to watch it. So Gabe, again, thank you so much. You've been an absolute legend. And I can't wait to take your class on the platform and then meet up with you one day. We're in LA. For sure. Thank you so much. Peace out for now, man. Catch you soon.